welcome to this week's episode of What's New with Nikki. Today, I am here with an awesome guest, Derek, and today we're going to be talking about disability advocacy and healthcare. Derek, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is uh, Derek. I'm a 16-year-old self-identifying disabled person and disabled advocate. Um, I do a lot of my advocacy over on Twitter, but I'm based in Alabama, so I do some local advocacy. Um, I'm just mainly here to get the word out to uh, you guys as listeners about what it's like being a disabled advocate and how the healthcare system in the United States uh, works and uh, yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, this is a super, super important topic, so I'm going to roll right into it. What is a disability advocate? So a disability advocate is somebody who advocates on behalf of disabled people. Um, Some of them can be able-bodied, and that's totally okay, but uh, I prefer most of my advocacy to come from disabled people because we have the experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Like, yes, an able-bodied person can say stuff, and yes, it's important for able-bodied people to say things about disabled people and stuff like healthcare and stuff like that, but they don't have the experience, so it just feels more genuine when it comes from a disabled person. Um, but we need able-bodied people to amplify us, And just a big note I want to make here is that not all disabled people identify themselves as advocates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of us do, but some of us do have like trauma because of gaslighting or other things that happen in the medical world to us. And so we just kind of refrain from that but I am I am full out ask me any questions about anything at all and I will give you an answer if I have the energy yeah totally um in regards to healthcare, what are the most troubling things that affect disabled people in the United States it would probably be health insurance because it is so complicated A big thing with that is prior authorizations. I'm going through a problem with that at the moment because I have a medication that my insurance doesn't want to fill, but my doctor says I need to get filled. So we are fighting the insurance company to get them to authorize the payment to my pharmacy. But that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother issue. But yeah, just health insurance can make things like Getting medication refills or x-rays just, ugh. <laughs> just because everything in the United States is so based around capitalism, it's tricky to get what we need if we're not filthy rich. <laughs> Another thing that is probably one of the most troubling thing is doctors who dismiss us, dismiss our research, um, because most of us do research on conditions we think we might have prior to bringing it up to a doctor because mm-hmm. we have 
us having so many things going on, it's easier for us to figure out what's going on with our body and why our body is telling us certain things um, before we bring that up to a doctor. Um, but doctors don't believe us, and um, yeah, some of them just shouldn't be doctors because they're so dismissive, <laughs> honestly. Wow. Um, how can writing submissions and lobbying the government to make changes that promote and protect the rights of disabled people? So a big thing I believe in is systemic change in the Medicaid and Medicare system, as well as social security programs, uh, because there are way, way, way too many instances where um, we get denied from programs that we seriously benefit from because a lot of the guidelines are stringent and not they're not accessible to like some of the forms aren't and some of them are rooted in ableist questions and just things like that um so yeah a lot of us get denied on our first or even second or third tries and it's really discouraging but yeah that's the entire application process needs to be overhauled as well as social security benefits um they cap out at i think it's 795 bucks a month um and a lot of us don't get the full benefit um for reference the federal poverty level is a little over a thousand dollars a month um so it's literally keeping us in poverty and we can only have two thousand dollars worth of uh what they call resources which is like a house a savings account um at any given time or they cut us off <laughs> which is not is not a great position to be in <laughs> uh, and i'm speaking from experience there uh but the biggest thing that people can do um about this is talk to their congress people because congress has the authority um to set and amend the benefit and eligibility guidelines uh but yeah, if they would just contact their senators and let them know that this is a big issue that they care about, that would really help in making change because even as we disability advocates do it ourselves, it's a whole lot like more likely to get noticed if able-bodied people who fit the stereotype of white, straight men advocate because they are way more likely to get listened to in my experience um but yeah we just need people to talk to congress to get uh everything sorted and to raise a bit of a stink about it because nothing gets done unless you fight for it yeah how would you suggest people reach out to their elected officials um letters um calls um i believe um there are some templates um like you can search uh on google for like templates of like things to say when you call and like petitions to sign and stuff like that but 
things like that are probably the best ways to reach out. Um, and always, 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 always request a response. Because if you don't request a response, you're not going to get one. And um, then what happens a lot of the time is it just gets shoved to the bottom of a pile. Yeah, that makes total sense. So uh, be sure to listen to Derek. Um, I always, always, always suggest reaching out to your elected officials to make the change that you wish to see in the world. Uh, What are major instances of disability discrimination in the United States and worldwide? So the biggest thing that I see um, are both erasure um, of disabled people and uh, lack of physical accessibility. Um, when I say erasure, I mean things like dismissing disability, um, people going around the word disability, because disability and disabled are not bad words. They don't need substitution. Um, a big instance of stuff I see with this is differently abled or special needs or things like that just to just for the purpose of going around using the word disabled and I just want to say disabled is not a bad word and it should be used according to a person's preference and most disabled people prefer using the world the word um disabled um a lot of people blatantly disrespect disabilities like crossing boundaries and stuff like that and um uh where was i going with this (laughs) um they don't provide accessibility that we ask for or any accommodations we ask for and the get well soon mentality is not a great one um Because a lot of disabled and chronically ill people don't get better, and that puts a lot of pressure on us to appear better and appear less sick than we did the last time uh, we saw the person. Um, Lack of of physical accessibility is what I like to call simple things. And they're simple because they're things like accessible parking, ramps in places where there are stairs and bumps, um, like getting up on a sidewalk or a curb from a parking lot, and having elevators. And you would be shocked at the number of places that I've been that just do not seem to care, do not have elevators for places that are multiple stories, don't have ramps at all. Yeah, it's... It's just a nightmare for physical accessibility in the United States. Yeah, no, that's, I could imagine, that's incredibly horrific to see. Um, How can society as a whole be more inclusive to disabled people? The biggest thing I say for that one is that they should better listen to us. And um, we know when you're uncomfortable or when you have a question because there is a look that you get like in your eyes and we can tell you want to ask a question so for that i say ask them and if you say or get something wrong 
a lot of us won't hesitate to correct you. Um, I also say consider us in your event planning. Um, things like we may need places to sit if we're physically disabled. We may not attend for long because of things like fatigue or um, uh, just stuff like that. Um, and a big thing that I've been getting on recently is having people provide captions or ASL for speeches or presentations because a lot of people don't do that. And I always have always said this. Treat me like you would any other able-bodied person uh, who has needs that have to be met so I can be active in your group or situation because I don't want to be treated differently. I want to be treated like anybody else who just has one or two extra things that need to be taken into consideration. Yeah, no one should be um, exclusionary at all. And fun fact about me that a lot of people don't know, I am actually pretty proficient in American Sign Language. And it's always um, so fascinating to see um, and just how um, exclusive it is and how difficult it is for these accommodations to be met uh, for the people that need um, these accommodations in just normal daily activities. Um, yeah. So. Um. That's really awesome that you're proficient in um, ASL. A lot of people need it and don't yeah. really say it because it puts them out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I understand, you know, no one ever wants to feel um, left out or anything like that. So it's terrible that uh, these public places or workspaces or things like that are exclusive to those that are able-bodied. That's absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah. What is um, the biggest misconception about disabled people? That every single one of us are so severely affected by our disabilities that we can't function on a daily basis. <laughs> a lot of us, yes, there are some of us who have severe disabilities that limit how uh, we function every day and some of us have to have caregivers to do quote-unquote simple things um, like bathe or um, brush our teeth or stuff like that but most of us including myself who can do most everything um, with a little help uh, on most days but there are definitely days where I need extra help but yeah, we are able to do things. We're not potatoes. We're not vegetables mm -hmm. is basically the biggest misconception. Yeah, and what is the biggest effect of social change that is needed in the disability community? Inside the community itself, there's a lot of drama and gatekeeping about self-diagnosis I really don't understand it because a lot of disabled people have um, issues that they can't get diagnosed which is why I see formal diagnosis as a privilege yeah. uh, because it can be extremely expensive and 
as I mentioned earlier, extremely hard to get a doctor to believe you. But, yeah, there's just inside the community. It's definitely not as bad as outside the community. There's a lot of people who just don't uh, support um, or accept um, the uh, self-diagnosis. But the community as a whole is very accepting and amazing. And that's just one of the few small things that I've noticed. Well, that's fantastic that overall it is pretty accepting and um, good for, and most people have a good experience at least. That's good to know. Um, And for my last question, how does the current state of healthcare cater to disabled people? It's lackluster at best. (laughs) Um, Just because it's hard to get diagnoses and treatment. And since we live in a capitalist society, it's very, very (laughs) expensive. Uh, But there's so much that needs to change on the Medicaid, Medicare, um, on really all insurances. Um, Doctor training can definitely be improved. And um, just, yeah, stuff like that that's going to take a while, but needs to be pursued to make what I would call a better um, healthcare system for disabled people in the United States. Um, A lot of disability advocates are fighting for that, and that's, I do that. (laughs) Um, That's a big thing that I'm involved in, and I can't wait until we get to that point, (laughs) because it's going to be revolutionary. I know it's going to take a lot of work, and it is taking a lot of work, and I'm Personally, highly doubt I'll see what I would call the perfect um, society for disabled people, um, perfect healthcare system for disabled people in my lifetime. But yeah, I'm going to keep up the fight and um, work as hard as I can to make it happen. Of course, that's fantastic and amazing and exceptional work that you really are putting in and the rest of the disabled community is putting in. Um, is there any final words you would like to add on this topic for the listeners? All right. So, like I said, um, listen to us. When we tell you something is ableist or not ableist or anything, just listen. Um, we know what we're talking about. Um and we, most of us, would be more than happy to educate you. So, yeah, I'm just going to open myself up here. If you have any questions, anything about disabilities or anything, you can find me over um, on Twitter at Derek I. Schmitz and send me a DM and I will um, answer you as best as I can. So, yeah, ask us your questions and um, listen to us is how I want to end this. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you so, so much, Derek, for joining me, educating me, educating the rest of the audience. It is greatly appreciated, and I'm sure I will be uh, asking you to hop on another time for another topic about uh, disability awareness, so I appreciate it greatly. And with that, 
Thank you for listening to this episode of What's New with Nikki. Be sure to check out all of our reels. It's been something that I've been working really, really hard on lately, putting content for you to all enjoy and look at and listen to and promote the podcast so that all of you can be educated on way, way, way more topics as well, including disability advocacy, some super important topics that you all want to catch up on. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's New with Nikki, our TikTok at What's New with Nikki podcast. Uh, shoot me an email with any questions at what's new with Nikki at gmail.com. And I will be sure to reach out to all of you. If you want to join um, and be a co-host for an episode, then please fill out the link in our link in our bio. Um, it's a, that's such a complicated sentence, but the link in the link in our bio um, will have it all for you, um, including any other episodes. Be sure to te- uh, check out Derek on all of his social media platforms. And yeah, I hope you all have a splendid day.